right, three, two, one. Hey everybody, this is Diane, and this conversation still rocks. Hey, it's Todd in Los Angeles, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it still rocks, and we're gonna make it rock, really rock today, right? Oh my God, it's been so long. Too long, too long, but uh, kind of a a, a lost same, episode again. Same excuse as always, right? Right. Too much family, too much work. Too much life. Yeah. That's all right. Plus, plus you've got real podcasts going on with uh, biters and stuff. Well, I like to think of this as a real podcast, too. This is very important to me. Oh, I absolutely agree. But uh, I'm just saying that. <sighs> I got to deliver weekly with biters, though, man. Biters, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pressure there, man. <laughs> all right. So, you know, the 12, 15 people who still have us in your feed. Hey, thanks a lot. Surprise. <laughs> right. Here we are. <laughs> um and we're not going to be doing it next week because next week is fucking mother's day oh yeah see that stuff just doesn't feature into my life but i'm going to be in anchorage working for my quarter of a job so there you go there you go um you know my mom's coming over and that's fine and it actually it's because my sister-in-law is turning 50 and that's fine it just happens that mother and mother's day falls on that and i hate mother's day not because i hate my mom you know but because what a fucking hallmark holiday it's one of those obligatory yeah manufactured yeah and you got and you got to and you got to <laughs> Because I'm going to do this, right? I found some really overpriced place to take mom for brunch, right? Because that's what you do. Very good. I know, but it's just ridiculous, right? Because I'm pretty sure all these places that charge, you know, 20 bucks for the brunch buffet yesterday are now charging 75 bucks for the brunch buffet because it's Mother's Day. Did you really just say $75 for each person for brunch? Oh yeah, I did plenty of places around here that that are like that. Holy shit, Louise, that man, much. that's all I have to say. <laughs> hmm. Let me tell you, there is nothing like paying seventy five dollars for brunch to make you really appreciate bacon. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no, it's the best fucking bacon ever! Wow, Holy <laughs> shit, this, omelet, this omelet is. Amazing. <laughs> Those eggs were laid with gold shells. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a racket. Brunch wow. itself is a racket. I saw, I saw, hey, we're going to just start this fuck that guy episode with, hey, brunch, fuck you. Because <laughs> um, they saw this article the other day in the New York Times that really, I think it was the Times, maybe the Post, but anyway really did hit me about brunch right that's just an excuse for white people to get drunk in the morning oh was that the mimosa article yeah i yeah. didn't read it but i saw it and it's true right like i've been to a lot of brunches where it's clear that the entire reason this exists is for people to get bombed on mimosas you know and it's okay because it's brunch you know and so and it's orange juice so it's okay that i'm drinking before 11 o'clock in the morning hey a mimosa <laughs> is good any time of the day like, no, you know what's good any time of the day? Fucking great champagne. Oh, Not I thought champagne you were going to tell me spike bourbon. With orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Even cheap champagne in orange juice. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Yeah, I just... Man, I'd rather drink real champagne. 
Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I mean, you can get it. Like, you know, if you're playing first class and that's what they're serving, then, you know, mimosas it is, but... Does your know, does have... your other half agree with you? My other half doesn't appreciate great champagne. Uh, does she appreciate a mimosa? Yeah, absolutely. Why? Because she... she doesn't appreciate I... great champagne. So quite sadly, I suspect she and I are, are more in cahoots on this one than you and I are. Probably true. Yeah. Probably true. I, I mean, I really couldn't tell you the difference between a bottle of Cooks and a bottle of Dom, so... Tragic, I know. Tragic, I know. But I just, I don't have a refined palate. What can I say? Have you ever had Dom? No, I never have. Okay. So maybe I could, but... Yeah, I think you could. (laughs) But based on what I know about my palate, I'm thinking not. I'm sorry? I said based on what I know about my palate, I'm thinking not. I don't know. Next time you're down here, we'll get a bottle of Dom. (laughs) No, I want to get a bottle of that... uh, that Japanese whiskey. Well, that too. There's no reason why you can't have both. <laughs> this is the land of milk and honey. Here, <laughs> uh, anyway, right. Okay, brunch is out of the way. Brunch. Fuck brunch. <laughs> fuck brunch. <laughs> fuck your overpriced mimosas. <laughs> Truly. But that does lead into today's topic, which is this full-on fuck that guy rant. Episode. Yeah, because we haven't done one of those in a while. Not. Yeah, just, <laughs> well, but mostly we're just, it's all been building up, man. So we, no, mostly we realized the last time we attempted to record that we just really can't do anything other than a political fuck that guy because we're pathetic. <laughs> I like to just say that, you know, we're just tuned in and it's hard to escape our programming. <sighs> that is so true. Well, I'm going to lead off with Rudy Giuliani. Oh, absolutely. But before we get to Giuliani, I just want to point out that we're going to try to, you know, the fuck that guy thing is going to, we're trying to do facts, which then (laughs) leads to our interpretation of the facts. And we're being upfront about that, right? So we're going to talk about fact versus truth. This is a love it rant. We are not going to use the word truth (laughs) to describe our position. Oh, man, I better look at my notes and make sure I didn't write truth anywhere. (laughs) Unless you, unless it is the truth is out there. <laughs> All right. No, so we, we just, should we should we probably with... we should okay. have recorded the fact versus truth conversation. So we should probably go back over that for people who really care, which is the two people who've <laughs> continued to listen at this point. All right. So I so was saying you were saying listening that... to Love It or Leave It. Yay! Good right. for you. Glad you're listening to a, Love It. It's a great great podcast. Uh, totally recommend it. Um, but they were talking about truth and facts and stuff and how the Republicans are really good about p- talking their truth and the Democrats are not so good about talking their truth. And I just, it, it kind of infuriated me because it's not our truth, right? There are facts and people's interpretation of the facts, and that's fine. But you can't then say that, oh, well, because of that, it is my truth. Speak your truth. Well, so you and I were talking about the definition of truth, and I think it depends on on how you use it, too. I mean, I think yeah. someone's personal truth is shaded and interpretation and not fact-based. And then I think there is the truth with the capital T, which is fact. Right. Because arguably, Sarah Huckabee Sanders goes out every day and speaks, and speaks her the truth. truth. 
as with a with a small T. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck her too. Oh yeah, she's on the list. <laughs> okay. How could she not be on the list? Good lord. Good lord. All right, so that's kind of my rant about the truth. <laughs> and facts. And facts. And I want to deal in facts and, you know, offer my opinion about the facts, but that doesn't make it a truth. Unless it's truth with a small T, not a large T. Yeah. Well, so leading off with my list of suspects is Rudy Giuliani. He's been all over the the news this he week. He has? <laughs> You're bullshitting me, right? I mean, you've actually been watching the news, right? Because there are people in my life who do not watch the news, like who choose not to watch the news. Right. No, man. No. Giuliani. Giuliani, man. He's my guy. Oh, my God. He totally fucked up the narrative about Stormy Daniels. Hey, did you did you see him this morning? Um, This morning, I caught bits and pieces, and I think it was... Um, I, I caught the I'm still learning piece. Oh, no. This morning was he doesn't Trump won't have to submit to a subpoena. Oh, right. Because he's above the law, which is, of course, wrong. And also, though, in the same statement that Trump will take the fifth. Really? Please, let's do this. Right. <laughs> and I actually did see and I, I forget who was interviewing him. Was it Stephanopoulos? Was he on that show? I totally yeah, blew that guy's yeah. name. Um, so my understanding, though, is that like way back, because there's always a tweet or always a quote, right? Tr yeah. Trump was like, only people who are lying take the fifth. Yep. So now his personal attorney is out there saying, well, well he'll just take the fifth. Okay, I'm good with that. I mean, the thing is, is that you are absolutely allowed to and everything, but nobody can come up with a possible explanation for why you would need to take the fifth if it wasn't going to incriminate you. That is the definition of taking the fifth, right? Exactly. You yeah. are avoiding self-incrimination. Right. Yeah. So... Um, yes, please. So anyway, but, but why, why is Giuliani, who is doing such a great job of derailing the Trump thing, on the fuck that guy list? I think just because I'm sick of looking at his Nosferatu <laughs> face. I mean, he really does look Absolutely. like the Nosferatu at this point in his life. And I shouldn't be criticizing people about their looks. That's really not kind. But while I'm on it, Kelly Ann Conway looks like a snake. She looks like she could just unhinge that jaw and devour Sarah Huckabee Sanders full. Careful now. Now you're making weight jokes about Sarah Huckabee Sanders. <laughs> the White House court press correspondents dinner idiots are going to come get you. That's on my fuck that guy too. <laughs> uh, yeah, funny. That was on my list too, yeah. Of course, because we think very much alike, which is why we have this conversation on a regular basis. But yeah, so I think the thing, so I think the thing that's amazing about Giuliani, right, is I was listening to Preet Bharar. Uh, oh, God, I have to listen to it. I, I haven't listened to him this week. Ooh. It was from a couple weeks ago. Actually. Okay, cool. It just happened It just happened that they were releasing an episode the same day Giuliani first appeared on the scene. Oh, that's super cool. That he was going to get this all sorted out in two weeks and everything. Mm -hmm. He's going to call Bob Mueller. And Preet, Preet's only comment to all this is, yeah, that's just not how this works. Right on. I love Preet. He's so cool. You know, and so again, you know, Mr. Giuliani, hey, fuck you. <laughs> that ain't how it works. Quit. 
Well, I'd say quit doing this, but on the other hand, every time you come on, I grab a tub of popcorn. Right. Sir, so. It's amusing and it's destructive, so it's okay. I mean, I'm kind but of I'm enjoying not... it, but I'm, I'm yeah, sick I'm of looking sure at it... his face. Yeah. Oh, God. And honestly, this is what happens when you hire a guy who has not been a practicing attorney in 40 fucking years, right? You know, and he's now representing you. Because let's be honest. Yeah, he's on some firm's letterhead, you know. Could you explain to me, since we're talking about practicing attorneys, and I don't want to lose sight of Giuliani because I do want to say that the defense of Giuliani that he is, quote, new to the job and just learning the material is complete and utter bullshit. But can you explain to me why someone like Emmett Flood, who is a practicing attorney, was like, Trump, I think I'll work for Trump. Oh, because there's money to be made, right? Up until the point where you have to confront whether or not you're going to go to jail over this, which is why Ty Cobb resigned this week. Okay. So yeah. it's just sheer and utter greed. And, oh, sure. and and there is a point at which he can pull the ripcord and well, jump and out Flood, of the plane. Right. And Flood, of course, was the guy who, I mean... Right. He defended Clinton. Right. So... Yeah. Like, I mean, that's what yeah, this guy so does, I, right? I guess the, the truth is, is he's not, like, super upstanding dude. I mean, someone who would defend Bill Clinton in his I did not have sex with that woman moment. Okay, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Well, more importantly, he was defending, trying to defend Clinton from getting impeached. I will point out it didn't work out for him. <laughs> right. Oh, By the way, so... good hire, Donald. Good hire. <laughs> Track record, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Zero and one. We like it. Keep going. Yeah. But, so, you know, Giuliani came out, of course, and said that, yeah, Trump totally paid for the Daniels thing. Which, and then he, and now then he said, this you know, morning he they're talked... saying, oh, well, you know, really, we were talking about we didn't know the timing of it all. Yeah, right, Rudy, we don't even know what you just said. Right. <laughs> Um, did you get the other part that, well, yeah, we might've paid for other women. Mm-hmm. I saw that this morning there. He and Kellyanne Conway are both leaving the door open that there may be other settlements out there. <laughs> that they're there just, are. they're just not aware of them at this point in time. So they can't really comment on them, but they're not going to say absolutely categorically that there's not. Yeah. And so I would like to say, Hey, uh, Rudy, go ahead and give Bob a call. Give your good friend Bob a call. And talk it over with him, you know, with this new found full disclosure mode that you're in, you know, and then let Bob get back to you with what subpoenas he'd like to offer. <laughs> and I really want to see the day that Trump refuses a subpoena. No shit. I'm good with that. Right. And, you know, and then takes the, f and then, you know. <laughs> refuses a subpoena fifth. and takes the fifth. Man, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, no, it, because, it'll... because do you believe that the guy can actually could actually go through a deposition taking the fifth all the way, which is the only way the only way for it to be effective is that, you know, basically, what is your name? Fifth Amendment. <laughs> what is your name for fifth Amendment? Because the problem with taking the fifth selectively only highlights the things that you're trying to hide. Right, I, you know, so. I think, but I think he could. I think going back to that version of truth with a small T versus capital T, sure, he could do that. No, because you know what? Because about five minutes into that nonsense, Bob Mueller is going to be like, "Hey, look, Stormy Daniels says you have really small hands. Do you get a comment?" <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious! <laughs> and, and and you know he's going to do it, right? Because fucking Bob Mueller is smarter than I am, and I can come up with that gag, right? <laughs> 
you know no i true. you're right on i i didn't even think about that as a, a possibility but that's a very good point you know and i mean just you know time and time again you know trump is gonna go you know fifth amendment and then Mueller's gonna come up with some crack like that and trump is gonna lose his shit right and then just you know verbal diarrhea all over the table right there and then go fifth amendment <laughs> I mean, hence the reason that Rudy Giuliani and others do not want Trump sitting down with Mueller at all. We all know this because he just cannot control his mouth. Right. I mean, you know, and the thing is, is that the the reason we've got this revolving door of attorneys is because the attorneys that have been working with him are like, fuck it. <laughs> this guy, this guy is going to lie under oath. Right. And if they do that, then the attorney's culpable, you know. I just don't see why anybody other than sheer greed would be on his legal team at this point. I just don't get it. Because they think that because they're smarter than Trump, and they are, because everybody is, they think that they can control him. The same mistake that everybody has been making for the last two years, right? You know, oh, Trump can be controlled. He can't be controlled. You know? One of these days, you fuckers, you're going to have to actually wrestle the football away from him. <laughs> When he finds out that he got played by North Korea. <sighs> Which this morning they're apparently making noise that they're feeling insulted by the U.S. again. Of course they are, right? They, you know, yeah, Love It did a great segment on North Korea um, either this week or last week about, you know, all the times that that North Korea is not offering anything that they haven't offered at least three times in the past 30 years, right? Repeatedly, you know? And every time they've they've not done it because they're just trying to sucker the U.S. into, you know... Right. What we're doing they're not right going to disarm. Oh. <laughs> Would we? Yeah, exactly. They're no. not going to give up... They're not going to give up their nuclear program. I mean, not... Unless we give them something spectacular that I can't even imagine, right? You know, I mean, it would have to be like the entire Korean Peninsula or something. They're going to give up three hostages who mean nothing to them, and they're going to make Donald Trump look a little bit good. For, for a moment, until they just yank the rug out from mm -hmm. them, you know, by launching another ICBM that fucking splashes down in fucking, you know. <laughs> San Francisco uh, Bay. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Uh, all right so that's giuliani <laughs> so now it's your turn mr giuliani fuck you yeah <laughs> um no you know what i want to go with the one that really really is infuriating me and i don't know who to pin this on other than donald trump i was wondering if we were going to be able to get through a fuck that guy without donald trump but you know because the apparatchiks that work for him and stuff are the ones who did this in homeland security but i don't know who that actually is and that is the fact that we've revoked the temporary... Um, oh, of the Hondurans. Yeah, temporary... Uh, I don't know what you can pieces or uh, whatever you want to call Like their temporary... Um, oh, God. Their protection... Their ability yeah, to live here they have protected status. Protected status, that's right. 57,000 Hondurans who have been living in the United States since 1998 who have fucking, as far as I can tell, done nothing wrong. Except they're you know, brown. Except they're brown. And this really infuriates me because the thing is, you know, we've been doing this, you know, this isn't the first one, but this is like the largest group so far that we've cut off, you know. And 
We gotta stop this shit. How are we gonna systematically ship all those people back? What the fuck are we systematically gonna ship them back to? On right. Paris, it's fucking crazy. Well, I mean, that's what that caravan that just arrived at the border, that's part of what they were running from. Right. You know? And these people own legitimate businesses, pay their fucking taxes, and the whole nine yards. What the fuck? You know, they should be citizens as far as I'm concerned. God damn it. Everybody should be a citizen of the United States but as far as I'm concerned. This is the same pattern as DACA. I mean, these people are yeah. the people who are DACA recipients are paying for the privilege and paying their taxes and serving in the military and their and status is revoked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this just because really... they're brown. Many of them yeah. are brown. Yeah. Or they sound brown. Yeah. yeah. To be honest. I'm not sure Trump Trump knows the difference between Caribbean, Latin America, South America, or fucking Africa. No, if they're not white and blonde, or if they're or if they're white and they don't have a Northern European accent. From now on, the only people we're allowing in are Scandinavians. Right. <laughs> Maybe Brits. Who, who are who are surprisingly not clamoring to get in, you know. Right. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. Canadian, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> You're part of NAFTA, and that makes you brown. So fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that, that's. I mean, that's the thing that's been bothering. That one's been bothering me all week. You know, I'm just like, this is crazy. You know, there has been very little conversation around it because, because we're distracted by show. Giuliani and Stormy Daniels. Some of the other people who are going to be on our list here momentarily. Right. Shit show. Total shit show. All right. So that's my first one. Who do you got? Um. So my next is Kanye West. Ah. Uh, yeah. I I'm not a Kanye fan. You know, I have like one song by Kanye on my phone because he showed up in a Katy Perry song. Um. I'll, but you, you know what? I get it. This is what I know about Kanye for music, right? His song Runaway was apparently used in the first episode of the second season of Westworld. It was played on a piano. It sounded really great. I couldn't have told you that it was Runaway. <laughs> you know, until somebody said that. In fact, until the until the closed caption, because I always watch those shows with the closed caption on, right? Because you don't always get all the dialogue. You know, and it's Kanye West Runaway playing on piano. I'm like, that is oh, hilarious. That, that's a nice piece of music. I bet it doesn't really sound like that, right? <laughs> so I can tell you that he's married to a Kardashian. Right, yeah, yeah. That not a Cardassian. I would like to see him married to a Cardassian, but <laughs> uh, nerd. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and I can tell you that Nicole Wallace on MSNBC said she lost her job on The View because she didn't know about people like Kanye West and didn't care to know about them, which I thought was kind of funny. What does that mean? Well, like you know, The View. She was supposed to be up on all of the gossip about you know, Kanye's oh. life with Kim and their children and all of that crazy stuff. And she wasn't, so she wasn't, wasn't. hip enough for the view. Uh, no loss, man. I mean, that's what I would tell you, right? Like, right. <laughs> you'll be okay. You will come back from this. <laughs> Start a podcast, get millions of people, work your way up from there, man. It works out. Look at love it. So she's totally got a show on MSNBC and they are turning all of their shows into podcasts. So I think she's probably doing fine. Yep. You know. She wanted to do real news, but found out she was working for Cosmo. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I don't know that it's changed a whole lot, but I'm going to pretend that it has. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so let's so, see. So are, we talking about, are we talking about Kanye because... We're talking about a, Kanye because he supposedly was behind um, Trump's doubling his numbers in the African-American community for approval this week, which there's some debate about whether or not those numbers are even true. True yeah, but, with a capital T. Right, because going from zero to one doesn't get... <laughs> Supposedly it... went from 11% to 22%, according to Trump. But that was not um, what the Reverend Al Sharpton had to say. He said the numbers were quite a bit smaller, but he didn't cite specific numbers. Yeah, and the... Yeah. Um, I, I quote Larry Wilmore. Yes. Saying, that, saying that Trump is increasing the number of black supporters is like saying that I'm getting closer to the sun by jumping. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I was glad I that Larry Wilmore was on Love It. I thought that was a good, good guest spot. Technically, yeah, it's true. <laughs> also meaningless. So, you know, I think my thing about Kanye West is... And I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to say this and it sounds so white supremacist and it's it's totally the reverse. But what a fucking race traitor. How, 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 how can he endorse Donald Trump? How can he wear his MAGA hat? How can he say can Trump's he, my boy? How can he say that slavery? Thank was, you. That slavery is a choice. Was a choice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is what I'm going to say about Kanye West, which is what I've said about a lot of people. He is just the dumbest sack of shit on the fucking planet, you know? Well, you know, they talked a little bit about him on Love It yesterday, and I think that the person who said that he is not emotionally well and he is very hungry for attention is probably accurate. Yeah, you know, I mean, the guy's a musician married to a Kardashian, right? Like, you know, this is the ultimate in reality narcissistic shit. So. <laughs> But, you the know, fact the fact that he supports Trump, another reality narcissistic shit, you know, I mean, that only makes sense when you think about it. You know, but yeah, his claim that somehow he's improving Trump's support among the African-American community remains questionable in my mind. Trump's claim. Yeah. But yes, and I, I think it's super amusing in a fuck that guy sort of way that Kanye West was featured at the NRA gathering because... Donald Trump talked about him and highlighted all of this stuff. So that's pretty funny. Who would have thought that Kanye West would have his moment in the sun at the NRA convention? Hopefully that will be, you know, the sun going down. Because <laughs> honestly, dude, you, you need to go. He's unwell. He needs yeah. help. And even if he's not, he's just, I don't care. Fuck yeah. you. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, who's on your list? Um, well, I was going to ask you a couple medical questions you know, as the lead-in. Uh-oh, go for it. Right, I don't so know if I can answer nurse, them. As a nurse practitioner, do you think it's okay to drink on the job? Oh, are you talking about Ronnie? <laughs> you think it's okay to hand out pills like they're fucking candy? So, I have mixed feelings, and yeah. I'm going to be totally brutally honest I think a drink when you're on call, when you're taking telephone call only, not when you're having to go in and see patients and physically lay hands on people, I think a drink is probably permissible. Yeah, okay. I'm not, 
but we're we're way past that right <laughs> that that's about as far as i'll go with the drinking thing as far as the the pill thing goes so i think prescribing tons of percocet not permissible prescribing a few ambien for somebody who's on a big overseas trip that's reasonable right especially if you are in fact their physician like he was the white house physician so if he actually was the person who was on on record as providing care to the people he's prescribing the Ambien for, I'm okay with that. You know, it's not like he's prescribing 180 Ambien. It sounds like he was prescribing two or three at a pop and saying, you know, use this for the nights when you're really jet lagged and you need to go to sleep. Yeah. But it also sounds like he has a record of being like, here's your prescription for for Percocet. Have fun. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And that's the thing. And, you know, then we see today or yesterday that, the vice president's physician who falls under that chain chain of command resigned. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. And what's the reason for cited for his resignation? Ronnie. Oh, really? Like ties to Ronnie or behavior like Ronnie or Ronnie's behavior. Oh, really? Yeah. Honestly, I think that this guy was just hiding in plain sight for a long time. I mean, this is, kind of this really sad narrative that we see time and time again coming out of, you know, military structures. Coming out of any power structure, really. Right. You know, so... Yeah, I mean, it sounds like his underlings were like, this guy's an asshole, this is the most miserable posting I've ever had, and it sounds like he was able to put the mask on and be like, I'm a great doctor, I'm taking really good care of you with the people that he served, including Barack Obama, including George W. Bush... You know, yeah, I mean, well, it sounds I mean, like it sounds like he was able to effectively wear the mask. Yeah, and I would expect nothing less, right? You know, it's a highly political position, mm-hmm. despite what people would want to believe. You know, so, but yeah, I think the guy's just a piece of shit, though, and time to go, sir. The thing that I will say, though, and I, I do have to say, so my whole fuck that guy list, there are a few people where I'm like, I kind of have mixed feelings about having you on this list. Yeah. So I feel I really agree with the people who say he should have been vetted privately and this stuff should have been dealt with out of the news cycle, out of the the massive public eye. Well, just, you know, I absolutely agree. But also I would go a step further, regardless of the of these problems, this guy should never have been put forth. Oh, as the VA nominee. Absolutely. Right, I mean, like, it, and it, it wasn't even a vetting issue. It's a what-the-fuck issue. Right. You know, this guy's what led, you know, surgical teams, teams of 10, 20 people, and you want to put him in charge of the second biggest bureaucracy in the U.S.? Right. No, I quite agree. And I, I think that the stuff that came out and sank him, that was a vetting issue. But in terms of his appropriateness for the job... No vetting in the world would have proved him appropriate for the job. Right, you know. But, you know, it didn't even need to get to the vetting stage, I guess, is what just really infuriated me about this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, it was clear, it was, it was clear from, the get, from the jump this guy didn't have the That it was not appropriate. Yeah, for the job that you're talking about giving him. You know, it's just like Trump was talking about for a little while putting his pilot, you know, his personal pilot, to head up the FAA. Because he knows how to fly a plane. That means he can right. head up the FAA. Come on. Right. Like, what? No, that's not how it works, you fucking moron. 
Ronnie Jackson knew how to sign a prescription pad. That makes him capable of leading the VA. Come on. Exactly, right? Even if he's a great surgeon, still not enough. Right. And I mean, he very well may be a good physician in spite of his personality flaws. Right, yeah. I'm not even talking about that. You know, I'm not saying that he didn't save lives or anything like that. But being a good physician doesn't mean you're going to be a good administrator. No, because, you know, fucking Ben Carson. Who, from everything they, everything everybody has said, you know, as a brilliant neurosurgeon, yeah, he's really good at it. <clears throat> but the guy can't, the guy can't be the head of HUD. We made him the head of HUD, but he can't be that guy, right? <clears throat> and and I would say I would agree with you completely that the Ronnie Jackson nomination rises to that level or sinks to yeah. that level. Exactly, and I would go one step further, and this is the thing I. This is why Ronnie is truly on my list. You, sir, could have stopped it. Right. That's true. You could have said, I really appreciate that vote of confidence, but that is not my background. That is not what I'm, you know, here to do. And, you know, the truth is, if he had a grain of dignity, he would have done that. Right. But this is the guy who went out went out and said that trump could live to 200 you know that's true and said that his weight was 239 which is total bullshit yeah sorry i've been there i've been heavier than that and i'm telling you he weighs more than 239 (laughs) ronnie jackson is a liar yeah absolutely and that's the other thing too right truth with a capital t yeah you know these the you know you lied sir to the american people and you did it for political gain and everything, but, you know, so you deserve what's coming to you. And, yeah. You know, ultimately, ultimately, there will be an internal investigation because ultimately the military will have to do something to get a do a, something about this. Do you think they're not going to be able to just brush it under the rug now that he's resigned his position? Um, no, I, I think they're going to. Well, they'll try to do it quietly like they always do, but they're going to make a change, right? going to bring in a whole new staff there do you think that that that's going to be true for like all of the underlings too like the nurse the the associate physician the of course wow that's kind of sad that's sad to see so many people's lives impacted by by that yeah but that's what you do when you clean house right i guess yeah staff start over yeah. Well, so fuck you, Mr. Right. Jackson, sir. Admiral. Admiral, Admiral Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> well, All on, right. next on my list, just about anybody who's involved with the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Just about anybody. Um, oh, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. And fuck you. I, you know, for a while now, I would probably say the last one that I truly enjoyed was the Colbert takedown. I actually really felt like the takedown of Trump that Lovett and his cronies were involved in writing is truly part of the reason that Donald Trump is our president. So I kind of have some strong feelings around that. But yeah. You know, the fact that everybody is hand-wringing and apologizing for Michelle Wolf, fuck you. You knew who she was before you invited her to come and be the comedian at the dinner. Right. I'm sorry. I watched Nice Lady on HBO. 
it's pretty obvious who she is. Yeah, absolutely. Also, I just want to say I am 100% convinced that if her name was Michael, she would have gotten a different reception. Would have totally gotten a different reception. You know, that's a really good point. I haven't thought about it from that standpoint, but that's a really good point. You know, oh my God, a woman said this. This is all horrible. Fuck you. You know, fuck all of you. Well, you know, and the thing is, is everybody like whines about her coarsening the culture. I'm sorry, Donald Trump coarsened the culture. Sarah Palin coarsened the culture. Oh my God. What did Michelle Wolf say that was like so bad? And I'm like, you know, not much. Not much. She talked about current politics. Yeah, I don't believe she was telling dick jokes. Yeah. Or talking about grabbing anybody by the dick. Right. Which, by the way, I saw I saw an article today that uh, satire, but it was hilarious. Um, it said that that was a mistranslation that uh, Trump is actually uh, a big supporter of, uh, of helping feral cats. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> and we'll get to we'll get to that in a second here. But yeah, let's go on about the correspondence dinner because part of part of my thing is too is this. Fuck you, media. Uh, you know, right? Why are you sitting down and having dinner with these people? Thank you. I think that yeah. that's where I was going to head to, which is you can't mingle the politics and the press and be all friendly, and yeah. still have an appropriate distance. Right. Yeah, and still do a good job. Yeah. I, I don't like the correspondence dinner. I have not liked the correspondence dinner since I first became aware of it, which was the Colbert thing, actually. I didn't know about it before that. I would have to say that's I true mean, for me as well. I, I Just in terms of my awareness. Yeah. I think probably probably truth for almost everybody, right? The Colbert thing. Wow. You know, it got out, and it was insane. And honestly, made Colbert. Yeah. Right? You know, I mean, again, if 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 it was Michael Wolf, she'd be getting the next slot on. She'd she'd be taking over the daily, not the Daily Show, but you know, the Tonight Show. The next time the slot became available, right? That's what happened with Colbert. Well, and supposedly, supposedly, um, she's got a Netflix series coming out. So hopefully that doesn't get axed as a result of people wringing their hands over her performance at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Yeah. And this whole thing about somehow she attacked Sarah Huckabee. (laughs) Please, bitch. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just said worse things about Sarah Huckabee Sanders and Kellyanne Conway. Right. What she said is that Sarah Sarah Huckabee Sanders is a liar. Which is true with a capital T. Yeah, demonstrably true, right? You know, that's not, you know... My opinion, honestly, that is demonstrably true, that she lies all the time. Um, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, it drove me nuts that Michelle Wolf took such back took such a bunch of bullshit backlash over it. Because it's, Cause it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. And the thing that really, really pissed me off was then the White House correspondence whoever the whoever the group is that right like whoever their spokesperson was like well yeah you know maybe you're right maybe we went too far fuck you right <laughs> i mean you either get to have politically incisive humor or not right 
you you get to have your correspondence dinner or not. But yeah, no, the whole thing was just stupid. The whole thing made you me know, mad. And, and as soon as you start going, oh, the snowflakes are right, then you're lost. So yep. You guys have lost. No, I totally agree. Ah. All right, all next. Right. Who's on you? So fuck you, WHCD. That's all I have to say. Hashtag fuck you, WHCD. There you go. Um, Roseanne Barr. <sighs> okay, I haven't watched. Have you watched? Fuck no. Okay. No, she's on my list because she tweeted out this fucking nonsense about Trump has done more to free children from sex traffickers than anybody in the world. Right? I'm sorry. Which my is... bestie who just went and talked about child abuse in rural Alaska has done more to free children from sex traffickers in one exactly. little tiny role in one little tiny rural state. Right. And that led me to the joke that I saw that, uh, from the Washington to post where somebody had posted all these other things that we didn't know about what Trump had done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I'm just, I'm tired of this kind of nonsense, you know, and this is the problem with social media and everything else. Um, and I'm just like, you know, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Really? It's that willingness to embrace bullshit. And to to yeah. to perpetuate it. Yeah. And I'm just tired of it. And you know, hey, Roseanne, you get to support Trump. I'm not saying otherwise. You know, you get to vote for whoever you want. I get it. I get it that you feel like you're the spokesman for a class of people who has been left behind. Although you know, you're w worth far more than most of the people who probably watch your show. Okay, and here I go again. Gender traitor. Okay, sorry. Oh, what was that about? Well, how can a woman support Trump? Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, if you're a human being, how did you support Trump? Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. That's you know, fair. It's kind, of, it's kind of where it comes down to. Human race traitor. Right. Yeah. You know, but, but, you know, that's just us looking at it from our side, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, anyway. Truth with a small T. You know, just the whole thing about. Why are you putting out this bullshit, though, you know, about Trump has done this or that? You know, he hasn't, and it's not necessary, you know. And it and it's just this conspiracy stuff that I'm so tired of, that somehow he's doing all this shit behind the scenes that nobody knows about except you. How did you get the insight if nobody else knows about it? I really no. have to dive down that well because I'm curious now. You're going to have to send me a link. Yeah. Anyway, so fuck you, Roseanne. <laughs> yeah, Hashtag you know... fuck you, Roseanne. I don't have a Twitter account, so. <laughs> I do. I, I use it. I think I've told you this before. I use it to troll the president occasionally and to follow Walking Dead stars, and that's about it. Yeah. Well, you could, man. I bet if you troll Roseanne, you could get a response. She appears pretty easy to, to troll. Yeah, I don't know that I want that. Yeah. And it's not cowardice. It's just kind of the squick factor. Yep. 
Well, next on my list, and I think we've really covered them essentially, but I kind of put Sarah Huckabee Sanders and Kellyanne Conway in the same fuck that guy. I thought, okay, I've got to be fair, first of all. Fuck that guy, fuck that gal. And secondly, they're kind of interchangeable liars. Yeah. Like, I'm not even really sure where one leaves off and the other one begins, especially when Kellyanne Conway has unhinged her jaw and is in the act of swallowing. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but what about Kellyanne Conway's husband? What is Have you been following so what, him? No, what's his deal? What's I mean, I know that he's like highly placed somewhere, but I don't I can't pull it out of my ass. Right, no, and he, he keeps he keeps trolling Trump about Trump's bad behavior, you know, on social media. It's hilarious. Good it's lord, like, how on earth does that marriage survive? Well, this is okay. This is my own personal theory, and you know, I'm not saying conspiracy. I'm saying just theory, because I can't think of anything else. And I'd be more than willing for anybody, including Kellyanne Conway's husband, to enlighten us on this. <laughs> I think she wants out, right? And he's trying to get her fired. Oh, possible. She looks but, exhausted. Yeah, well, you know. And she's as she's as razor thin as Ann Coulter, so I, I suspect she's probably not eating well or sleeping well. Right. You know, um, you know, you turned a monster loose, Mr. Frankenstein. So, right. Uh, Isn't that true? So I, I don't really have anything other than they're interchangeable liars. And Sarah Huckabee Sanders looks like a man, baby. She looks like a man. Well, now you are going to get ripped. I know I'm terrible, but she looks like her dad in drag. Every time I see her, I'm like, that's what Mike would look like if he was in drag, and it's not pretty. Oh my god, that's awesome. She she actually know. needs a really good gay friend, and I'm totally stereotyping, but she needs someone to help. Like Lovett always says, you obviously don't have any gay friends. We're I for the straight Huckabee. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so yes. Uh, Troll me away. It's totally okay if you hate on me for hating on Sarah Huckabee Sanders for the way that she looks, but she looks like her dad in drag, and it's really unfortunate. All right, your turn. Get me out of this morass. Oh, man. Um, and just so everybody knows the Twitter account, that's at Brian MBC. <laughs> Or he's taking email at the 11th hour. Yep. (laughs) Uh, um, Iowa. Oh, what's Iowa doing these days? Iowa's the one who just passed the abortion law, right? Oh, yes. Something else that hasn't been talked about much this week. Good point. Basically, once yep. a heartbeat is auscultated, no more abortion. Right. And it's not even using a Doppler. It's if you see a heartbeat on an ultrasound, right? Yep. Because you can see a heartbeat way earlier on an ultrasound than you can see than you can hear it with a Doppler stethoscope, the external stethoscope that they use on women's bellies. Which basically means, and I've heard this said before, so I'm not making I'm not not making this up. I'm not coming up with anything original. But a lot of abortion bills like this one actually 
will outlaw abortion before many women even realize they're pregnant. Right, because it's six weeks. And, right. And the thing is, is that it's not uncommon not to realize that you're pregnant for that long. Right. Yeah, that's Why? just a, that's a late period because you're stressed out, man. Right. Right. Yeah. That's the flu. That's not morning sickness. Right. Um, you know, hopefully that law will get dumped here shortly, but because <clears throat> it's headed for the court, obviously. Yeah. <sighs> well, you know, this is the thing. Too. The Republican state lawmakers uh, during the debates, uh, Republican Representative Sandy Solomon, Solomon, Salmon, Salmon. Anyway, a baby has become something we can throw away. This bill says it's time to change the way we think about unborn life. Oh, fuck her. Or him, or it. Right, yeah. Fuck you. I mean... (sighs) These people are not walking in the shoes of someone who's faced with having to decide whether or not to carry a pregnancy to term. That's all I can say. I've seen it. Right. I've counseled women about it, and number one, it's not an easy decision for most women. Number two, most women are usually like, I'm what? You're you're telling me I'm what? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's your body, it's your choice. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I have never seen it any other way. Yeah, me either. Ugh, yeah. makes You're me angry. Abortion, against abortion? Don't have one, right? Like, I mean, it's like really simple, right? You know? Uh. So yeah, well, I'm really... You know. I think Iowa but might hey, get I... the biggest fuck you. It's the, it's the quietest issue and it might get the biggest fuck you. Right. You know, here's, here's something for you guys to look forward to, though, Iowa. Um... You guys voted, overwhelmingly voted for Trump, who just got you into a situation where China is no longer buying your soybeans. So good luck with that. Yeah, well done. Well done indeed. Good job. (laughs) I know, it's the liberals' fault somehow, but, you know, good job. Well, you know, it's always the liberals' fault. Of course, man. Um, Whatever that means. <laughs> well, so next on my list, John McCain. And I have mixed feelings about having John McCain on my list because I think that that he deserves some admiration and deserves some slack for the sacrifices he's made for this country. But he also brought Sarah Palin into the national scene, which I think is part of the reason we are where we are right now. Yeah, he has because... he has only intermittently used his ability to to block Trump and he could actually be he could be living out his Good final enough. days in power. I mean, yeah, he could be no, living I... out his final days using his voice for meaningful things. Yeah. And, and but but the thing is is that, you know, by and large, he has no more courage than the rest of the Republican party. I I think that's very true. It's sad, but it's true. Yeah. 
Yeah, the thing that brought him to my attention this morning was that he apparently has made the... I don't know if request is the right word. I don't know if demand is the right word that Trump not be at his funeral, that that the representative from the White House be Mike Pence. Oh, whatever. I know. And it's kind of like, well, that's really lovely. But don't you think you could have used your voice more effectively than that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you know don't want anybody to die from brain cancer no no and and it's tragic and i think that he really is nearing the end of his life but i i really wish that he if he truly has convictions about what an awful person donald trump is i wish he would have used his voice more effectively absolutely absolutely that was an interesting one i didn't see that one coming out <laughs> man how long have we been going um we are at about 50 minutes okay cool all right so we got time for a few more yeah we do and uh, it's your turn yeah okay well but you got the press correspondence dinner um oh hey a big fuck you to ang san soon uh key oh right in burma uh, or myanmar yeah yeah so once Still again, persecuting the uh, Rohingya Muslims. Right. Basically, once again, knowing the frailty and insanity of human beings, once you came to power, you're doing exactly the same shit military government that was keeping you out of power was doing previously. Awesome. Pretty crazy. And I'm sorry, but it's a Buddhist majority persecuting a Muslim minority. Which kind of, as an aspiring Buddhist, makes me sad. It's the thing, right? Bad people everywhere. Absolutely. Doesn't matter what label you slap on yourself. Right. People are always able to, no matter what their label, always able to come up with a really good justification for why they should be able to fucking take a machete to their neighbor. (sighs) That's depressing. Accurate, yep. but depressing. Yep. Nice in the Agnes Nutter sense of the word, as we were talking about earlier. Accurate and precise. Absolutely. All right. So this is a new one as of this morning as well, that Gina Haspel, who is the nominee for the CIA post since it was oh, vacated yeah, by yeah. Mike Pompeo. Yeah. So, so go ahead. Is she in? Is she out? Um, (laughs) so the latest news is she was seeking to have her name withdrawn. Trump was not in Washington when she made that request. So Sarah Huckabee Sanders rode to the rescue and begged her to stay. And she is currently being prepped for her nomination hearing, which I believe happens on Wednesday. But here's the thing. I didn't, I mean, I kind of knew she was a horrible person. I knew that she was involved in operating a black site I knew that she was involved in, let's call it what it really is, torture. Enhanced interrogation is a bullshit term. It's truth with a capital, or truth with a small T, not a capital T. But this morning, I found out just one person who was in her custody in that site was waterboarded 84 times, kept in a box, and lost an eye. If that doesn't fucking disqualify you, I'm not quite sure what does. 
Well, that's the problem, right? Is because the truth is, is that the Republicans want Jack Bauer as the head of the CIA. <laughs> right. And not just that, but Jack Bauer in a pink blazer, which makes them look even better. Yeah, is she blonde? Um, no, she's got dark hair, but it's long and cur- it's long and, and, and gently curled, so she does fit the stereotype. They got a type. And if anybody doesn't understand what I'm talking about, look at Ann Coulter. Right. <laughs> and Kelly and Conway. Uh, and Kelly uh, and Conway. Yeah. There's a type. I don't know why, but there's a type. The other thing about her, and I didn't know this, but she actually destroyed a bunch of videotapes of the torture that was done at the black site that she oversaw. So, I mean, not only is she a horrible person, but she's also a horrible person who perpetuated lies. But I will say this about her. She's like one of the few people smart enough to try to cover it up. Right. That's true. (laughs) That's true. Most of the people in the Bush administration were like, yeah, and your point is what exactly? Um... There's always a tape. <laughs> Lordy, let there be tapes. <laughs> I've got I've got two left on my list. That's good because I have one left to balance you out. So go for it. All right. All right. So I'm gonna go with the minor one, which is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay. Because the induction ceremony just happened. Blah blah blah. You know, fuck you. The Moody Blues have been around forever. How is it they just now got in? Oh my god, really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I just I I dislike the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Because they're complete and utter nonsense. Well, it's just proof positive yeah. that everything is political. Oh yeah. I mean the yeah, Moody so Blues that... have been around for what, sixty years? Fifty years? Since the sixties, yeah, sure. So nearly 60 years. years. Yeah. And it took the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that long. Right. You know, meanwhile, you know, Kiss is in. (laughs) Um, I'm sure Ted Nugent is in. Actually, I don't know that one for sure. But I mean, there's a lot of, you know, it was just last year that they finally allowed, they finally inducted Deep Purple. Right. And Steve Miller, you know, and it's just like. You know, these are guys who probably should have been inducted long before, I don't know, Madonna. <laughs> um, you know, but again, that's just my political thoughts on it and everything. But yeah, I just, the only reason I watch the, the ceremony is usually to see the bands play, you know. And oh, right just, on. Were they good? Uh, you know, the Moody Blues are pretty good, right? Um, you know, they don't have the vocals anymore, but you know. Nobody does at that age. Yeah, no, I would imagine not. What are they? They're probably in their 70s now, huh? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then um, the cars were inducted. Oh, good. Yeah, but again, right? Like, what? The cars got inducted now? Right. You know, <laughs> the first hit was in 1978. You know, they've been eligible for a while now. <laughs> and yet, Kate Bush will never be inducted. There is no justice. Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of people who will never get in. Uh, there's a lot of people who are in that you're just like, really? ACDC? Okay. Sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, also, um, cars, uh, Bon Jovi got in, which, you know, made, you know, I got okay nothing against that. Bon Jovi. Yeah. I, you know, 
I just don't care. <laughs> right? Yeah, I just don't care. But man, but that dude is still amazingly handsome. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be a Sean Connery. He, he's got good genes. Yep. And somehow, as a rock and roller for all these years, didn't fuck himself up. <laughs> amazing thing. Either good decisions or, again, good genes. Or a little bit of both. Right. Alright, so who's your last one? Well, my last one is Don Blankenship. Are you watching any of that? No. Okay, this guy is a train wreck of a GOP Senate candidate from West Virginia. He actually served a year in prison because he was part of a company that killed a bunch of people when their mind exploded. That's right. He's the fellow who's running for Senate now. Yeah. And I've got to tell you, the thing that got me was his ad about Mitch McConnell creating jobs for China people. China people. Yeah. So he's got a hard on for Mitch McConnell, which is kind of funny because McConnell is not even the person that he's running against. But he keeps saying all of these horrible things about Mitch McConnell as the Senate Majority Leader, which, you know, I'm no defender of Mitch McConnell, but right, apparently... Right, point out to him that Mitch McConnell is actually the senator from Kentucky. Right, right. But he's married to a woman who's of Chinese descent, so that's part of the reason he's creating jobs for China people. But apparently also his economic platform, his economic decisions is creating jobs for China people and not people in West Virginia. So... Don Blankenship, fuck you. And I have to give props to um, someone on Twitter who goes by at Ben's in the road. This person said, well, you want to be gender inclusive, but still racist. China people. <laughs> Any chance he was the guy with the, with the rifle ad pointing the rifle at the teenager? Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen that one. If, if in fact he is. Wouldn't surprise me. Seems like kind of a judgment call he would make. No, no, this, this is a. I'm looking at a picture of this guy. No, this is definitely a different guy. But um, feature Don Blankenship ad features cocaine Mitch McConnell. Right. I mean, come on. We've both seen people who've used coke. Mitch McConnell does not leap to mind. I mean, talk about low energy. <laughs> oh my god, now that's just fucking stupid. I'm telling you, though, there's a chance this guy could actually get the nod and win the primary. And there are some Republicans who are freaked out about it, who are like, if we want to win in the fall, we can't let this guy win the primary. So yeah, it's hilarious that the guy is attacking Mitch McConnell, not even the senator of his own state. Yeah, I'm not sure what that's all about. But uh, he also he's about as articulate as a piece of pine. You know, yeah, no, you just take one look at this guy and go, yep, OK. But man, the, the cocaine. <laughs> cocaine <laughs> When you want to get down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. 
Life candidate, NRA member, and fucking all around moron. <laughs> All right, so your last one. My last one. My last one uh, um, is. Um, I, I think. I, oh, I was going to say. Republican, I think I lost you, but I got gotcha. you. All right, Republican Representative Bob Goodlate. Oh, I don't Virginia. know who that is. Well, he was the head of a House committee that thought that it was appropriate to interview Diamond and Silk in the ongoing investigation as to how Facebook is suppressing free speech. Help me out. I've heard the Diamond and Silk reference. I'm a little behind. Who the hell is that? Diamond and Silk are apparently a pair of, uh, well... You know, depending on where you stand from, right, they're either internet trolls with a YouTube channel or, you know, they're... Patriots. You know, Dun-dun-dun! Yeah, thought-provoking patriots with the, with the YouTube channel. <laughs> anyway, they were asked to speak in front of Congress, this congressional hearing, um, where, once again, nobody understands technology, and this guy... Um, He's promised to pursue whatever means necessary to question Facebook, Google, and Twitter. Um, because who knows why, right? Because basically their their attitude, Diamond Silk's attitude is because of who they are and what they represent, you know, conserv- conservative blacks, you know, that somehow YouTube has demonetized them. Facebook is not is blocking them or something like that, right? You know, and they're violating, this is the thing, right? Their free speech is being violated. You know, and, and this is what drives me nuts because apparently the committee chair doesn't understand what the First Amendment is all about, let alone these two idiots. Uh, they're still getting to talk, right? They've still got their channels, yeah. right? Yeah, and yeah, not getting paid for it is not... Is not violation of free speech. Right, and and the bottom line is the First Amendment only protects you from the government fucking you up for what you say. Doesn't mean that Facebook can't ban you. Doesn't mean that Apple can't ban us if they decide that you know they've had enough of our fucking. <laughs> right, because I hope that happens because that would mean we'd have to get a lot bigger than we are right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Hashtag ban this conversation. <laughs> we'll be like the mouse that roared, right? There you go. <laughs> um, you know, but yeah, freedom of speech means you are protected from the government interfering with your freedom of speech. That's all it means. Doesn't mean that, it, you know, that you're somehow protected if you are spouting racist shit at your company and your company decides to fire your dumb ass. None of that is protected speech. I think that's a good point. And I think that's something that people often forget. I think it's not just these morons with a YouTube channel. I think a lot of people forget that. You know, if you choose not to do business with me because you don't like my podcast, although it's unlikely that you would have ever found me, <laughs> but 
If you choose not to do business with me because of my political leanings and my podcast, that's fair. I don't get to sue you for somehow violating my free speech. Exactly so. Yeah. And I'm sick of people hiding, you know, all this bullshit, hiding behind the First Amendment. Oh, well, it's my freedom of speech. No, it's not. You know, your freedom of speech is for your ability to say it out in public and stuff and not get fucked up by the government. And and by the way, your freedom of speech does not prevent somebody from punching you in the fucking nose because they disagree with you. It is a different crime. I'll be the first uh, first to say it. That is a different crime. But it is not a free speech problem. (laughs) (laughs) So this genius in the Congress doesn't know the different doesn't know what free speech is, doesn't know what the First Amendment is. No, and also apparently doesn't know what Facebook did or didn't do, <laughs> or probably even what Facebook actually is. He probably he probably tried to face probably tried to Facebook himself and found out that the the trucks weren't working that day. <laughs> Which is another thing. I am so fucking sick of Congress. You know, we have idiots in Congress who don't know anything about technology, science, science and technology. <laughs> They don't believe in science. Or technology, apparently. Right. (laughs) You know, going back to Ted Tube Stevens, but... uh, Alaska will never live that down. Which is fine, we shouldn't. We voted him in for years and years and years. But, yeah, these two women... You know, basically saying that nobody has a right to censor my free speech. Again... Nobody, nobody is. is. <laughs> nobody is censoring your free speech. If Facebook doesn't want you on their shit, though, that's their decision. You know. Absolutely. You're not paying for the right to be there. You know. And yeah, what do you know? You know, YouTube, YouTube demonetized the shit out of everything. So you know, becoming a rich YouTube star is now virtually impossible. Guess what? It's probably okay. You know, there's enough of us idiots talking every day. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't think we need to be YouTube stars. Really? God darn it. It sounded like so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, fuck you, Diamond and Silk for your complete lack of understanding about the Constitution. Fuck you, Congress, for your complete lack of understanding about technology and the Constitution. You know. So that's it. I, I think we've uh, we've ranged pretty broadly. I'm proud of us. Yeah, no, I, th- I, thought, we, I thought we did pretty good. Trump was only, figure, only figured in half of that. Mmm... <laughs> Maybe two thirds, but still better than I thought. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, I do have some Hall of Honorable mentions to balance out our fuck that guy, and I won't keep us too long because we're a little over an hour now. But um, I Good wanted hour, to, I wanted to bring up Neil Cavuto. Yeah. So, so I do not watch Fox, obviously. No, of course not. <laughs> you know, I this is totally from him getting some attaboys on MSNBC, but he did a total Trump takedown 
where he basically said, Mr. President, this is your stink, your swamp. And and totally yeah. called out Trump for for basically being the crass swamp filler that he is. And yeah, lying. Which is pretty impressive for someone who gets his money from Fox News. Makes you wonder what's going on. Well, and the other thing that I will say is that I watched this this morning. He he did an admirable job handling his trolls with equanimity and humor. So he yeah. he came on apparently last night and talked about some of the feedback that he'd gotten on Facebook and Twitter and highlighted a few where people were like, yeah, we're totally with you, Neil. Thank you for saying that. But there were a lot of people who really trashed him and said some intensely personal things about him. And he really did a good job just basically brushing it all off. So I have to give an attaboy to a Fox News personality. I can't believe it. <laughs> I know, right? Like you're like, how the hell did that just happen? Right. How the hell did that just happen? And so one of my other halls of honorable mention, and I've mentioned him before, but I just love him so much, and I can't believe that I'm saying this because he was an ethics attorney for the Bush White House, Richard W. Painter. Are you following Richard W. Painter at all? I'm aware of him. Is is he announced yet? He has. So he is running for Al Franken's old seat as a Democrat. Excellent. Yeah. And he just, you know, I kind of feel like he's the last honest man in politics. Okay, don't do not do that. Don't do not do that because then you will only be disappointed. Right. I'm probably going to be disappointed, be, but God, I mean, someone who really does Someone who really does speak truth. Yeah. I mean, he really does call think, people out. I think he does. Yeah. And I like this guy and everything, but yeah, let's not put him up on a pedestal. I probably shouldn't, but I already have. Totally fangirling Richard W. Painter. All right. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's, it's kind of embarrassing, man. It's like, Richard W. Painter, squee! <laughs> uh, okay, and my last thing in the Hall of Honorable Mention, poach eggs. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> poach eggs that's what i thought you said i learned how to poach eggs and they're wonderful they're like little creamy gobbets of goodness they're uh. wonderful and and seven grams of protein per egg man well isn't it seven grams of protein no matter how you cook them? <laughs> it is but poached is amazing give that a try i know lynn likes those i'm not uh, Maybe I've been doing them wrong. So the secret is, and I'm going to share this for anybody who is still listening at this point. <laughs> I heard this on the Splendid Table on NPR. So basically what you do is you boil your water, you put some vinegar, and you put some salt in your water because that helps denature the protein and cook the eggs. You put a three-minute timer on, turn the water off because you don't, you're not really boiling your poached egg. You're actually letting it like soak in the water that slowly stops boiling, and they're perfect. Three minutes in that little soup of water, vinegar, and salt, and they're perfect, and it doesn't change the, the flavor of the eggs at all. Okay. And I am so not a cook, so for me to be like, I can poach an egg like an expert. <laughs> there you go. It's pretty impressive. There you go. You got any wow. honorable mentions before we head out? 
Um, I just want to point out, I just want to point out that uh, this week California surpassed the United Kingdom and became the fifth largest economy in the fucking world. I thought you guys were already the fifth largest economy in the world. No, we were number six, apparently. Oh. But now we're number five. Which is the reason you're going to work until you die. Maybe, maybe but, <laughs> um, and man, it's expensive to live here. That's, um, that's what I mean. But, but all that aside, I just, I think it's amazing that we are such a large part of the economy and yet we have idiots here in California who are talking about trying to break up the state, which it's not going to happen, but it's like, Jesus Christ, you see, even California, we're fucking stupid. <laughs> I was just going to say, do me a favor and carry more weight in this next political cycle, will you? Because, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, we can't get rid of Nunes. No. It's safe. Who is it who's retiring? Who I was very happy to see that he was retiring. Is it Isa? Yes. Yes. Yeah, Isa's out because he barely won the last time around and he's not. Skype is not loving us. You just broke up, man. Oh, I was saying that Orange County is finally turning against the Republicans, so it'll be interesting to see. We may get a few more seats here. Well, let's hope because we need to get control of the House. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, we need to we need to get control of the house and then see what we can do next. Impeachment, but no conviction. Well, it would take it would take a two thirds it would take a two thirds majority in the Senate to guarantee conviction. Yeah, I know. Um, and I don't know that we're going to have, uh, I, it's unlikely that we would gain that many seats in this, I suppose anything's possible, but I wouldn't count on it. I, I think the problem is, is that we wouldn't have 12 Republicans that would go along with it. Right. No, I would be happy to see a majority in the house. I mean, I feel like that would be a triumph. Right, and I would, I would honestly, I would caution the Democrats against moving forward with impeachment if they can't ensure conviction, because that's the problem the Republicans made with Clinton. It cost them bad. Right, it basically just enhanced Clinton's popularity, right? Right. Yeah, we don't need to do that. Right, yeah, and, and it made it look like it was partisan bullshit. Yeah. I mean, it still feels like it was probably partisan bullshit, but... I know that the Republicans feel like this is partisan bullshit, but yeah. honestly, I think you know these are real crimes. Real There's crimes. a big difference between selling your country out to a foreign power and uh, getting a blowjob in the Oval Office. Sorry, but there is. Right, I completely agree. Obviously, you know, but honestly, I'd be glad to leave the Clinton years behind too. If they would only shut up. Yep. Although Bill's been pretty quiet. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have to say much. Hey, I, I was the president. And I fucked up I my wife's chances that. of becoming president. You think that's true? I honestly think she fucked up her own chances. I think they were equal partners in the fuck up. Okay. That's fair. I, I think they both had uh, 
had a role. All right. Well, I have a totally random, non-related Neil Gaiman quote. Because hey, I just those are always the best. I just really liked it, and it's from a book called Emma's for Magic. Stories you read when you when you're the right age never quite leave you. You may forget who wrote them or what the story was called. Sometimes you'll forget precisely what happened, but if a story touches you, it will stay with you, haunting the places in your mind that you rarely ever visit. Yep. I thought about so many books that I've oh, read yeah. over the years when I read that quote. So it it's true. And, you know, sometimes you can't go back to those books. Sometimes you have to just let them haunt those places and be what they were. Yep. But... I, uh, I can think of two right off the top of my head. Yep. I can think of a lot. I'm actually yeah. rereading one and it still holds up, but yeah. What are you rereading? Oh, I'm embarrassed to even say it. It's a book called Born of Fire, which is a, a space opera slash romance novel, but it's fantastic. There you go. There you go. There's, Hey, man, there can never be too much romance space opera. <laughs> really. If you're ever really. looking for something completely just a complete waste of your time, utter pathos, and a lot of really good sex, I'm happy to turn you on to the books. There you go. <laughs> yeah, then I'm not even going to mention mine because we're going to go out on that note right there. <laughs> Sex and space operas. All right. All right. So uh, hopefully in two weeks, hopefully this won't be published in two weeks, but hopefully we'll talk again in two weeks. Yep. Absolutely. Enjoy nope. overspending uh, on Mother's Day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, uh, yeah, get this one loaded, and I will get the SRV on it, and we'll get it out. All right. Sounds good. Everybody have a good couple of weeks, and we'll talk to you soon. 